0: Long Talk Radio. Hello and greetings. This is Margaret Ann Lembo, and today's podcast or show is focused on animal allies and how we can look to animals for insight, information, ideas, inspiration. They provide us so many, so much insight. It's so wonderful. And my connection with the power of animal medicine started um, back in the 1990s, early 1990s, in drumming circles. And we drummed to go find our power animal. And this happened over and over and over again. And over the years, it became very clear what my power animal is. But let's talk a little bit about energy first. You know, because everything is energy, and an energy is a vibration, um, we have to realize and recognize that animals that appear in our life are somehow showing us some kind of an energetic vibration. They're getting us to pay attention. Just like colors hold a vibration. Just like you hold a vibration. You have energy, and your energy emits. Well, the same thing with an animal. So there is a lot of symbolism around animals and them offering clues to light your path. Now, you don't necessarily have to do a, a drumming journey or a shamanic journey to find a power animal or to let animal medicine be part of your life. So the power of the animal medicine offers a signpost for self-knowledge, for clarity on life challenges so that when an animal, an insect, a bird, or other creature from nature appears, more than likely repetitively, then it's time to pay attention and find the message that nature is bringing you. Because if squirrel keeps knocking at your door, you never see squirrels, and all of a sudden squirrels are right there showing you every day somehow that there is some kind of a connection. They're trying to knock on your door, so to speak. So I remember a long time ago, I had a um, a squirrel that was always at the front door of my store, the Crystal Garden. And my coworker and colleague and dear friend Marguerite used to feed her. Her name was Gladys. We called her Gladys. And she often had her babies and would come up to our front door at the store and we have like a clear glass door for our entryway. She would put her little paws on the door and like almost like she wanted to put her head through the, the window to say, can I have some food, please? She was so amazing. But squirrel medicine reminds you that it's time to gather things together when squirrel appears in your life it's time to gather um money and prepare for the future and you need to ask yourself questions like are you ready for unforeseen circumstances how's your how's your pantry look if there's a storm do you have enough food to hold you over for three to five days are you putting money in your savings account and making investments for your future Are you paying attention to how your actions are going to affect future generations? So squirrel as a totem is an ally to remind you to prepare. Preparing is something that you can do for any aspect of anything. So here in South Florida, this time of year, hurricane preparedness is a smart move. (laughs) And so I don't need a squirrel to show up to tell me that. But it is beneficial to be ready for anything, whether it's not waiting to the last minute to put gas in your car or, um, you know, like I said earlier, having your pantry ready for emergencies, having food in your freezer. So that's where we start is to look at what animals are showing up and what kind of energy um, do they have because, you know... They provide us um, clues, and I really love the teachings of the clues that they have. I want to give credit to uh, some of the first people that taught me about animals and animal medicine. Some of it came through books, and some of it came through one-on-one experiences. And so, like for Ted Andrews, for example, Ted Andrews wrote the books Animal Speak and Animal Wise." And these are really great resources. So if you have an interest in getting to know why certain animals are show up, showing up in your life, I recommend that you, you take a look. Go to the library, take the book out, or go to your local bookstore and get yourself a copy. Keep it on hand as a reference. So that way if a bluebird blue lands in your yard, you're like, wow, I haven't seen a bluebird forever. What might that mean? Well, I say it means happiness is on its way because the bluebird of happiness has been a symbol for thousands of years, actually. Did you know that bluebirds are, it's not just recent, which it is recent as well, but the bluebird of happiness shows up in our lives when we are ready to allow for happiness to show up. And it's been, um, I want to say about, I want to say it's like thousands of years, literally. And it's an omen also that you may want to protect your home and hearth because bluebirds are very territorial. You know, they compete for nesting locations. But when it comes to um, the blessings of happiness, I, I am pretty sure that they, they, it dates back to pre-modern China that bluebirds were considered symbols of happiness. And then we've had it epitomized in, in songs and movies and such. And um, so we look to the habits and also the history of an animal. So it's a combination of things. There's certain energies that are associated with certain animals. So knowing that um, bluebirds are a symbol of happiness for a very long time in many cultures, that's going to add energy. To why that animal is symbolic of happiness, but we also want to make sure to remember that there's other habits, like with a bluebird, in the fact that they actually are very territorial. So you may want to pay attention: are others invading your space? Do you feel like someone uh, is trying to take away the peace and harmony of your home? So then, if that's the case, then you want to take action. And and another idea in relation to their habits of a bluebird is that they are um, really beneficial for getting rid of pests in the garden. So on on a symbolic level, you may need to look at do you need to rid yourself of annoying people or other nuisances? You can call on the bluebird to help you to remove that energy from your life, whatever's not for your highest good. So it's not literally that the bluebird is going to do it, but it's the vibration of the bluebird that's going to help you stay focused on the removal of deflecting negativity and jealous energies in, in that regard. Also, Archangel Sabrielle is good for that, too, in case you were wondering about an archangel that you could call on. So when a bluebird appears in your life, it signals a time of happiness. So let's see, what other, you know, I like bee medicine. I like the energy of bees. I think that bees are extremely important in our life these days. Um, or, well, always, because a bee is um, the one that pollinates. They pollinate our food. It's the way that, you know, it's, they're very important for agriculture. So it's from the standpoint of, creation, they are involved in making sure that we're getting the creation of our flowers and our food in order to eat. So that's big. That's very big. So bee can be a very good totem as an ally for gardeners and farmers. And because their pollination is important, our planet's food source depends on them. But when B shows up in your life, maybe it also means that it's time to cultivate certain concepts or projects that you've been working on, that you've been thinking of, and do what needs to be done. And maybe it's also um, that it's a clue that maybe you need to invite others to help you with that. You know, B's work as a community. So either garner the assistance of others to assist you in these projects, or... Maybe it's time to get involved in your in your community to work together with others in your community to with very defined roles because bees have very specific jobs in their in their community they're very specific in the work that they do you know if you've been working too too much you know having bees showing up may also be a clue that you need to relax a little bit (laughs) you need to chill out and smell the flowers embrace the sweetness of life and enjoy the honey sweetness of life and enjoy the creations that you have so there's so many ways that we can work with animals and I mentioned a shamanic journey and drumming journey And I believe I talked about that in a couple of podcasts ago. I think I even pulled my drum out for you guys and drummed a little bit. Now, the idea with using a drumming journey, and I do have a CD for this purpose, actually, Meet Your Power Animal by me, Margaret Ann Lembo. What you can do is utilize um, a journey into the center of your own consciousness using the vibration of the beat of the drum the vibration of the energy of your intention to find out what power animal is prevalent to you. And by going into a meditative or contemplative type of experience, you'll see, sense, feel, or know animals showing up in your meditative experience. You know, I really like when animals show up in a very ordinary way, whether it's crossing your path as you're walking down a sidewalk or maybe a little bit more subtle like they might show up on the side of a truck as a symbol as as a logo for a company or maybe there's a story that you happen to see on television or in a movie and there's an animal that's part of that movie and there's a moral to that story that brings home the point of why that animal is showing up in your life. So I recommend that you, you just take notice. You know, if you've seen the bee or the squirrel uh, constantly in your everyday environment and then you happen to notice, like, what's that, um, I think it's a Cheerios commercial or something, hunting that Cheerios and that little bee. is Maybe you're seeing that commercial over and over and over again and you never noticed it before. So there's many ways, there's many ways. Or you pass, I have over here by my house um, on one of the roads, there's a sign that says raw honey outside of, you know, by someone's driveway. So that's another symbol, you know, showing you that there's the sweetness of life, but also honeybees are in the neighborhood. (laughs) I love that. So, you know, um, there's, Animals have shown up as part of, as deities, like mythical half-human creatures that were part of Hindu and Buddhist philosophies. Some of you may know that there's a well-known monkey guard god named Hanuman, H-A-N-U-M-A-N, and he's a vital part of Hindu worship. And um, another one is Ganesha. A Ganesha is a favorite of a lot of people in the um, metaphysical or new age consciousness, he's an elephant-headed god. He usually has a mouse as his vehicle. So there's another animal there, mouse medicine. And that reason he has the mouse is so he can slide into and out of different situations and different size spaces so that he can serve people with his qualities. You know, he's, his qualities are the, the bringer of abundance and great wealth he's also this destroyer of obstacles and I think that's profound to contemplate that if elephant medicine perhaps shows up in your life what could that mean now there's so many different ways to look at that because you can look at it from the standpoint of um, Ganesha but you could also take a look at the qualities of an elephant and elephants are very intuitive they have a good sense of smell They have a very strong circle of friends and family, very strong. So this is where you might want to start to trust and embrace your sacred circle. Or if you don't have a sacred circle of community, you might want to cultivate one so that you can enjoy that companionship, that love, that support that's available from your community, and that's some of the aspects of elephant medicine. So let's see, what else do I want to share with you today? Mm, I'm thinking that I want to talk about coyote. <laughs> so this I, I learned from the medicine cards. Jamie Sams and David Carson wrote a book with a matching deck of cards. Oh, I think it came out in the early 90s, I want to say. And I love the way they explain coyote. So coyote in Native American traditions, from what I read and what I understand, is a trickster energy. And, and the wheel of life, the, the coyote's in the south wheel, the south door of the wheel, meaning that it's a place where we go for transformation, for healing, healing of our hearts, our relationships. And... Coyote often is an uh, can be an ally or a teacher (laughs) to help us to learn when we have repetitive situations and or repetitive patterns appearing. So this is this is my uh, remembrance of the story in the medicine cards. It goes something like this. So one day, Coyote was standing, and he was noticing where he was standing that there was this vehicle and he didn't know what it was he like looked at it he came very close to it well it was a steamroller but he didn't know what it was so he was standing right in front of it so yeah just like you just like you can imagine eventually because he kept standing in front of the steamroller, the steamroller you know rolled over him so like any good uh, wily e. coyote kind of a situation Coyote shook himself off and pondered, hmm, that was interesting. What was that? And then went and stood in front of the steamroller again. And he did this until he finally got the point that if you stand, stand in front of the steamroller, the steamroller's going to roll over you. Now, if you, in real life, if we had stood in front of the steamroller, we're not going to just shake ourselves up if it rolled over us. But in real life, We do have repetitive scenarios where we maybe – I'll use it in relation to relationships. We may go and look at a relationship and say, oh, I'm interested in this person. But somehow, some way, it's probably like the last person that you got involved with and you're creating the same patterns. And so you go and you have that experience and sure enough, similar scenario, different person, (laughs) but – same story. And then you keep doing that. I know I have over my life. And the only thing that's constant in that was me. The only thing that's constant in that repetitive pattern is you. So coyote as trickster may trick us into situations because we need to learn a lesson. We need to understand. And not in a negative trickster way because coyote also brings the message of being able to not only look at and learn from our mistakes, but also learning how to laugh at ourselves. So that's where I would like us to focus on, where I'd like you to focus on for your highest good, to take a look at what are the lessons that these animals can bring us and take the time to go ahead and look it up. You know, there's lots of good books out there. I mentioned a few during this podcast. And I even mentioned... Uh, animal medicine, and refer to it in my book, The Essential Guide to Aromatherapy and Vibrational Healing, because I do find that vibrational matching exists in all life. Well, those are my stories for today, and and I hope that you got some inspirational insight from today's podcast. I want to thank you so much for listening. My name is Margaret Ann Lembo. You can find me at Margaret Ann lembo.com and also at thegarden.com the author of many books cds and decks and i invite you to be inspired may your days be filled with blessings and love and may the angels light your path thanks so much for listening today